0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday morning. Today, I kind of just found myself musing a bit about what comes next for Kratom. What do I mean by that? Well, I'm kind of figuring that out myself, but I'll just kind of bring you up to speed on my thought process and then go from there, because I really like the natural flow of thought for this podcast and that this is kind of just like your window into one person who's very much all about Kratom into their mind about how they think about different things day to day when it comes to this. Uh, because I'm sick of living in an echo chamber, you know, I want to be able to share ideas. So um, I hope you appreciate that aspect of this as well. So getting into it a bit, here's what I mean by it. What I've been thinking was, you know, I kind of was thinking this morning, wow, I wonder what's going to happen with the World Health Organization meeting. And that's been on all of our minds who, who've been following the issue. Um, and for those of you who don't know, with a quick 10 second plug, The World Health Organization is right now considering whether to recommend an international ban on Kratom or whether they need more information or whether the information they've been provided through a number of sources including our FDA uh, is enough to suggest that there's no need to even consider a ban. So that's kind of what's happening right now and um, I've been pretty, you know, public about my optimism for the fact that I don't think that they're going to recommend a ban and that I even, you know, I'm fairly confident in the fact that they might say there's not really enough evidence to suggest there's a ban that's needed or there's going to be more research that's needed before we can make a recommendation, something like that. I'm kind of, I'm pretty confident that that's what's going to come out of this. But even so, like, I just want to run through a few scenarios in my head because let's say, and this is all what I've been thinking, let's say that the World Health Organization says anything other than recommending a ban. Um, so let's just say it goes the way that I'm thinking. Um, oh, Kratom, with all the research we can see, there's nothing to merit a ban or even proposing a, a potential ban or anything, You know, let's just drop this, don't bring this to our attention again. If that were the case, and that's the more optimistic side, what next? That's the question for me right now that I keep thinking. What next? Okay, great. We win. Like, Kratom advocates win. Um, we don't need to worry about it being banned from the World Health Organization standpoint of, of, you know, recommending it, which they could hold some sway in governments, you know, banning it. We don't need to worry about the DEA because this is kind of like their second attempt in a way. And, you know, our fears are kind of dropping away. We don't need to worry about Thailand because they just decriminalized. We don't need to worry about, you know, uh, the lack of imports coming out of Indonesia anymore. Like all this stuff. Um, And, you know, that's kind of like a more glossy view of it all. But but just I'm just making this very simple in my head. If that's all the case, what comes next for Kratom? And the reason why I'm thinking that is, well, Like the American, the American kratom association is super important, and they're going to continue to be important if that's the case, right? Domestically, we have a lot of states right now, uh, including Vermont, uh, right next door from where I am. They, you know, kratom's illegal. You can't even get it sent to you in the mail, right? Uh, It's considered just as illegal as any other thing that you can't get sent in the mail to yourself. So. There's still work to do if there are if we want to move states towards having something like a kratom consumer protection act, or uh, just flat out making it legal or whatever it may be, um, or just loosening up their restrictions. That's going to require some some you know sway at the home front, and the American Kratom Association has really proven that they can do that. So you know, it's not like I'm thinking, oh, their their usefulness will run dry. But, but what I am wondering is that's kind of be- that's going to become more of a state-by-state battle rather than this looming national question of we're dealing with this huge opioid crisis, kratom's being used, you know, uh, in tandem with opioids or instead of and kratom, we have no information on it. It's dangerous and kills people, so we need to ban it. That's not looming in the background anymore. So what does... Kratom mean for people and also what comes next. I think that it's a new world when you don't have to worry about such existential crises uh, or huge questions like legality and the stigma will slowly fall away. It's not going to fall away right away, but I think stigma will slowly leave and that Kratom will become more of a, uh, you know, something that can be talked about uh, more regularly. Um, I know that it can be generally right now in a lot of places, but Like, if I mention Kratom to my extended family, they don't know what the heck I'm talking about. And I have a feeling that it's going to become more of a widespread or known thing uh, as the stigma falls away and people are more open about the fact that they use Kratom. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, Also, I'm just wondering if there's a sort of uh, professionalism or formality that can take place with Kratom. Not in terms of regulation, but I'm just wondering... uh, I wonder if instead of a regulatory body, you know, overseeing kratom, that it just becomes more of like a professional, normalized thing. Kind of like how all of Silicon Valley right now is always talking about nootropics, right? Like they're using like, I don't know how familiar people are with them, but like nootropics, uh, paracetam is one of them, all these racetams a lot of them created in Soviet Russia in the 70s uh, as like cognitive boosters um, but then you know the equivalent which is completely legal because it's of course being produced by a company, Prevagen you all see that commercial on on TV of Prevagen, it shows older people who are like saying oh I can think clearly now because I take Prevagen and then they're like Prevagen is derived from jellyfish and yada yada like that's pretty much nootropic, in my opinion. Um, so it's already kind of out there. But I but you know, nootropics are kind of a few steps ahead of Kratom, in my opinion, because nootropics are widely legal, you can get them in the mail almost everywhere, and in the professional sense, Silicon Valley is all about them, and any CEO in the in California is taking nootropics. Whereas with Kratom I don't think that there is open about that if it is widespread, which I don't think it is as widespread. So I'm just kind of imagining the future a bit here and in a more an ideal way where I see Kratom being, you know, pitched by CEOs as the thing that they use to wake up in the morning that helps them be creative, that help them create their empire, you know, things like that. And I think that there's a lot of potential for it. I personally. I mean, my, my life has improved leaps and bounds with kratom, and I'm sipping on some white Thai tea right now. And there's something to be said about that, because I wouldn't just do that with anything. I don't even do that with coffee. Although for those of you who listened to my last episode, I have been having one too many cappuccinos recently. But that aside, <laughs> let's stop looking at me. Um, you know i i think that it's really been helpful in my life and and it's it's something that i don't take for granted and i want to see further advance you know towards a day where it's kind of just a part of everybody's life not not like you know it's a part of everybody's life where everyone's using it but a part of everyone's life where everyone you can say what it is or it's around and people are like oh yeah that's kratom and then someone can say do you drink kratom or take kratom be like no I don't you know once in a while I'll have a cup (laughs) just like coffee you know like why not you know or tea oh I'm not really a tea person I'm not really a kratom person I like coffee oh I'm not really coffee person I like tea I don't really like tea or coffee I like kratom I can just kind of like imagine this wonderful future where that's the case. And I'm that weirdo that's just like, well, I'm not really a coffee person, but I love tea and I love Kratom. And here's how I love Kratom. And I have a podcast about Kratom. Do you want to hear it? I talk about it every day. (laughs) So, you know, I'm a bit crazy, but um, one can dream, right? Now, there is a little bit more to this story than I would like. And what there is that's more to it than I would like is... I think that to get to the point where Kratom is kind of this ideal scenario that I've been laying out here, I think that we're going to have to come to terms with the fact that there is going to be a huge outlash from pharmaceutical industry uh, people. And obviously, we've already seen that happen. I mean, that's the whole reason why there's really a fight over it, because there I know that there's an argument out there that says no, that's not the case. Like kratom, it kratom's powerful, and it you know there isn't much known about it. There needs to be more studies and all that. Like I totally agree with all of that. I'm not saying that's not true, but there are so many other things that harm people more than supposedly kratom has harmed people uh, to those who say that that we don't talk about at all and yet the DEA tried to do an emergency ban of kratom. Why is that? You know, there's it's because of this pushback, I think in part. And um it's going to have to be overcome. It's going to be have to it's going to have to be confronted with, right? Cuz one let's say once the the World Health Organization in this ideal world says there is little to no evidence of banning this, it's not dangerous and can you just get off it and make this legal and stop bothering us let's say that happens well once that happens you know then it's going to be like okay we were given the green light in this country uh we have been told that this is not dangerous whatsoever and uh let's start making pills right like let's start prescribing this let's create a regulatory market and make a whole bunch off it. You can you know We can make just as much off it as insulin. Let's make a monopoly. Like, you know, I mean, like, I I think that there's going to be companies that see a huge potential in this because, and this is the kicker, because there's a huge potential for opiates, because they'd made so much money off of over prescribing opiates. I think that they could see a a potential market in Kratom where they're over prescribing Kratom in the exact same way. And I don't think that it would be as dangerous, but I think that it's still unhealthy to do that. And it's also unhealthy for um just the like the way that humans interact with each other. I don't think that um that these companies should be able to send little, you know, pill lobbyists to doctors and have them say, you know, here, get a whole bunch of these, prescribe these, you'll make money off of it, and the people will stop coming in complaining about pain and yada yada. Like I don't think that Kratom's is necessarily the answer, just like I don't think opioids are necessarily the answer. But in some cases, opioids are the answer. And I see a lot on Twitter about people complaining, like, ever since this crackdown on opioids, I can't get my prescriptions. And that's a real problem. And people are in pain. So I am not, for one second, saying that, uh, you know, anything like that, where I think, oh, opioids aren't, you know, needed uh, and they shouldn't be prescribed and blah, blah, Like, not at all. I'm just saying that I don't want Kratom to fall in the same market where people who want access to something that isn't opioids and they want access to Kratom, I don't want them to lose that access or to make it so that they have to go around pleading to doctors to get their prescriptions, right? And I think that that just like the whole medical marijuana thing, like, like marijuana still isn't legal in this country, um, even though most people are fine with it at this point, and if it's you know the day that that comes where it's made legal, you know maybe it's not the same situation because it's not as a specific uh, a topic issue when it comes to like oh what can marijuana do for you? Even though kratom has so many uses, just like marijuana does, kratom in the medical spotlight has fallen solely in the in the opioid you know uh, department. Whereas marijuana, even, you know, forever, uh, medical professionals are like, well, it might help with eyesight. Well, it might help with blood pressure. Well, it might help with this or that. And, you know, so I think that it's actually to the detriment of Kratom that it is so helpful for pain in particular and that that's kind of the lens that it's being seen in. So that's kind of my rapid musing mind right now. I like to be pretty transparent and just share with everyone what exactly I'm thinking. And sometimes it can get a little out of hand. It might not connect. Um, So I'm sorry if this one is a bit of a ramble. But, um, you know, I just like to keep you all informed of what I'm thinking. And just to make sure that there's no echo chamber out there. So I appreciate you all listening. And I really do want to hear your thoughts. If you want to be interviewed on this show, please reach out to me. I would love to interview you. I'd love to hear about your experiences. If you want to, please contact me. The email address is anythingeverythingkratom at gmail.com. Anythingeverythingkratom at gmail.com. And I will get back to ASAP and uh, have you on the show. I'd love to talk to you. I know we have a lot of um, pretty loyal listeners because I can see those statistics and there are, there are thousands of listens um, but there are uh, a few of you that really are listening all, all, all the time and uh, I really appreciate you tuning in every day and would love to talk to you like you know what do you think about all this do you agree with me do you disagree with me uh, what's your relationship to Kratom and you know let's make this show a community show so, again, that email address is anything, everything, kratom at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Bye bye.